freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to episode 128 of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. You know what? I said that wrong. I mean, it is the biggest little gun shop, but lately I've been saying it's your nationwide hometown gun shop. Why can't it be both? I think we are. I think we'll just uh, we'll, we'll just leave it at that, right? I, all I know is that we don't have any more room to put another gun. <laughs> well, Y'all better come buy some stuff. If you're saying that, that's, that's saying a lot. Um, well, I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. We've got a great show today. Our theme is, and I'm really excited to hear about this, is bumper sticker wisdom. Yes, uh, bumper sticker wisdom. I think bumper stickers have changed over the years, and maybe it's a natural and expected progression in the age of keyboard warriors and social media memes, but it seems to me that they've changed. Bumper stickers of the past would tell us some little trivia tidbits about our fellow motorists. Fun things we could almost hear the other drivers saying, like, I like jazz and have three kids, or I served in the Marines and enjoy off-roading, and the Grateful Dead is my jam, and I clearly bought this car from my grandma because her Quilters Club sticker is still on the bumper. These kinds of things we could learn about the other people driving in the lanes in front of us. It was fun, and it helped us feel like we were part of a big and slightly weird blended family as we shared the highway. Nowadays, though, the bumper stickers seem more pointed outward. They seem to be more angry and telling us there is something wrong with how we are living our lives. Like little gum-backed fingers pointing and judging the travelers who aren't as enlightened as the driver who is clearly superior because they are in front, you know, and one car length ahead, placed so that you can read about how lowly you are back there behind. These paper accusers offer tiny tidbits of information about serious political issues, and they tell you what you should and shouldn't be and what you should and shouldn't do in your own life. And somehow, I think too many of us have become human versions of those stickers. Too many of us seem more interested in condemning others than in getting to know our neighbors. But the upside is, I think, that this current culture that we find ourselves in has created a true hunger for belonging. 
we are famished for connectedness, which may account for the surge we are seeing in people coming to the welcoming and highly social sport of shooting. We have gun clubs popping up all over the country. We have the well-armed woman that in its five short years has gained a chapter in all 50 states. We have the pink pistols that welcomes all people but is designed to bring the LGBTQ community together. And for youths, well, here in Arizona, we have the Junior High Power Shooting Team that offers young people the opportunity to know and grow with other kids and their families who are interested in competitive shooting. So while bumper sticker wisdom is as thin as the vinyl strip it is printed on and as temporary as the ink that fades each day in the bright light of the sun, the shallowness may be serving to bring the rest of us together, seeking something real, something long-lasting, and something connected to the founding of our very nation. Our founding fathers shared a patriotism that runs even now in your veins and mine, and we are joined by a hunger not only for belonging, but also for liberty and freedom. And we are never going to be swayed by the small-mindedness of those who judge others through and are driven by bumper sticker wisdom. Dan? Wow, you know, that's weird because when I'm driving down the road and I see a political bumper sticker, I'm thinking, wow, stop that guy. Somebody vandaled their car. And I kind of <laughs> catch up to him. I'm driving up there and I get next side of him. They see my truck and for some reason they take off, go faster. And I'm trying to tell them, your car has been vandalized. <laughs> and they say, they won't let me pull over and talk to them. Well, probably the people that you would say their car had been vandalized by particular bumper stickers probably see the huge wrap on your truck that uh, has a massive AR-15 on the side and a huge American flag on the front and some bullets on the, the tail end. And uh, they're probably, yeah, not not looking for a conversation oh. <laughs> with you oh. unless they want to tell you that you're doing life wrong. Well, I'm going to quit then. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to quit. Hey, George Washington had a bumper sticker on his horse. Oh, did he? Yeah, it said, I second that amendment. Nice. <laughs> No. <laughs> but um, Pup, are you here all week? I I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to allow me to be here all week. You may not be I mean, here come all on. week. He's second. Nice. Amendment. I like it. I like it. That was good, actually. I, and they I'll used. Giggle. I'll give you a, a courtesy giggle. They used harmless glue on the horse. Okay. It wasn't It wasn't horse glue. Oh. Ow. Now, you, now it went south. Now we're. Okay. Why don't we just tell folks who is on the show today? And we've had to restack the decks like in the last 10 minutes, partially. Now, here's a news flash, partially because I'm a bonehead. And uh, I, I actually, bless his heart, Michael Sodini, who's on today, he was actually supposed to be on next week. And uh, yeah, I, I just kind of put him on this week. And <laughs> so let me make it clear. He's accommodating us, but it stacked our deck a little different. For just to clear the record you made a mistake um yes okay fine you caught me my very first one ever ed we did record that right <laughs> okay oh all right. man i'm never all gonna right. live this day so i don't know if she really wants me to do this or not because i don't know where we're at but 
On our first hour, we have Chip and Renee Whitrock. They are founder, co-founders of Sportsman's Business Alliance, which was created to give consumers a resource where they can easily identify these businesses that share their same passions and interests. Chip and Renee own multiple businesses and are thought, li- are th- are thought leaders in the community. Are thought leaders in the community. There we go. <laughs> work it out. Work it and out. They work to bring bi- <laughs> biology-based wildlife conservation efforts and Second Amendment rights to the forefront of local economic uh, conversations. Mm-hmm. La- uh, number two, we have uh, Cam Black. It's a fitness expert who demonstrates the importance of incorporating both mental and physical strength into self-defense training. And, you know, that makes sense. I love Cam. He's awesome. Uh, but his Instagram feels like it's judging me constantly, like those bumper <coughs> stickers I was talking about. Yeah. I'll be sitting on the sofa eating chips or something, and then I open my Instagram, and there he is, like, doing some amazing workout. So, uh, yeah, i got to up my game. I work out while I'm eating my chips. Oh, do you? Both hands. I yep. like it. Okay. We have Michael Sedini, a founder of Walk the Talk America. Michael is a third-generation firearms industry professional and known by many as the most ungunned gun guy. He is a president of Eagles Imports that import fine firearms all over the world, such as the Bursa, Llama, Metro Arms, and Grand Power. He Walks the Talk. America Initiative is a nonprofit organization dedicated to making positive changes in relationship to both mental health and firearm awareness. He also has the Avidity Arms brand, which uh, he's going to help explain that a little bit. But it, I, I think it's incorporated with Rob Pincus. Hmm. Um, and so that's kind of exciting to learn about. We also have Larry Sharp. He's a Bronx native, American, a Marine Corps veteran, and an entrepreneur. Umpre- <laughs> he's a business guy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it works. He's running for governor of New York as a libertarian candidate in order to make educational education more effective throughout innovation, reform the criminal justice system to focus on rehabilitation, and build an, an economy that works for all of New York State. That is a challenge. Boy, that would be such an amazing turnaround, an opportunity uh, for New York to turn around to have a guy like that at the helm. I, I don't. I, I hope he can reach the the voters because that could be amazing. We also have John Lott. He's been on the show a few times. Mm-hmm. He's awesome. He's the nation's premier expert on guns and author of numerous books, including "More Guns, Less Crime" and his latest, "The War on Guns." Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> oh, Dan's gonna cough. Where's the <laughs> cough button? <laughs> So he uh, is the author of The War on Guns, Arming Yourself Against Gun Control Lies. Dr. John Lott Jr. is an American economist, political commentator, and a gun rights advocate. He has recently written an op-ed in the New York, Time, New York Post based on his research that directly refutes the Obama-era claim that America has more mass shootings than any other nation. And this has been quite a long time coming. He's given several talks on this, but uh, he's finally kind of got the research down solid and he tells us why the previous report is so lacking to for people to just be making these business decisions, these life decisions, these um, you know legal uh, decisions about how to stack your your um, police departments and that sort of thing uh, on completely faulty, information it's it's really incredible so are you back 
think that, but why do they do that? Why do they give false information? I mean, wouldn't good information be the best information you could get? Well, you and I would say so, but maybe maybe we're the minority, but I don't honestly think so. I think we're the the less vocal majority. Well, we got to run to commercial, but we also have our, in the second hour of the show, our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's Commentary. Um. Nicely done. Stick around. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is in Old Town Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf. Hi folks, I'm Don Kaiser. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours too. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, I think maybe we've uh, gotten our craziness and hilarity out of the way. I don't know. We'll find out as the show goes on. <laughs> We're never going to get the crazy away. <laughs> well, that's that's your job. That's why you're in the the booth right are you our our humor relief over there mm, okay <laughs> all not, right I'm then i'm not sure sometimes you say it's it was okay for me to say what i say but most of the time you say why'd you say that oh my gosh he we if you only could know on the other side of this microphone how much editing goes into the things that dan's like hey i'm thinking about saying this joke i'm like mm, nope highlight that and delete just uh and now you know why i stutter <laughs> and when i'm trying to read something because i'm not sure i'm supposed to read what i read okay. <laughs> he just bless his heart he doesn't have a filter which is great off air but on air it makes me a little nervous not gonna lie all right well our first guests today are chip and renee whitrock and they are in studio with us i love it when people can be here live with us 
Uh, they are the co-founders of Sportsman's Business Alliance, which was created to give consumers a resource where they can easily identify the businesses that share their same passions and interests. Chip and Renee own multiple businesses, are thought leaders in the community, and they work to bring biology-based wildlife conservation efforts and Second Amendment rights to the forefront of local economic conversations. Welcome to the show, you two. Hey, Cheryl, how are you doing? Great. Hey, thanks, Cheryl. Glad to be here. Oh, this is wonderful. So we first met at the, a Business Alliance Summit that the Arizona Game and Fish Department puts on. And I think just even that is a brilliant idea because, uh, you know, some people lean more towards hunting. Some people lean more towards, like, we have a retail gun shop, AZ Firearms. Um, and then you guys have built this computer-based um, network that you're going to talk to us about. And so to bring all of those local minds together in the room is very powerful. And I think it helps draw us together and give us encouragement and, and new and fresh ideas, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, they do that summit twice a year. Mm -hmm. And last year, Chip had to miss it for a hunting trip, of course. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and It's got um, his priorities straight. Right, of course. <laughs> and um, it's just like texting, okay, what happened? Who was there? What did they say? You know, it's just, you, it's one of those things you don't wanna miss. Absolutely. And what do you feel like it is one of the more important parts of that summit for you, Chip? Well, I think in general, it's the, the coming together of even both sides. Um, you had the shooters mm -hmm. really didn't, you know, pay close attention to what the hunters were doing. You right. kind of had the hunters doing their thing and shooters were shooters. But <clears throat> at the end of the day, you know, we're at a point in time where everybody's got to come together mm -hmm. and everybody's got to work together mm -hmm. to preserve not only the Second Amendment, but the hunting and fishing and the whole nine yards. And, and I think we'll get an opportunity to dive into, you know, the whole challenge that I think really both sides are faced with long term mm -hmm. when it comes to, you know, how the wildlife's managed and how, how those that take care of it are paid. It's it. so true. And, you know, people that aren't really in the, this world of firearms and Second Amendment issues and that, I don't know that they really know that there's some fracturing within that community. And so, like you're saying, sometimes the hunters are kind of like, well, you know, nobody's threatening our rights with the, the tools we use because nobody's coming after our shotguns and our, you know, whatevers. Um, and then the other side says, well, you know, we don't really care so much about the conservation end of things, which you know, that's where the hunters are always being attacked is they, the hunting lands are being um, restricted and, you know, that's kind of, that sort of thing. And so we need to all kind of come together and go, no, this is all of us together here. We don't get to say, well, I've got mine, so I'm good. Right? Right. That's 100%. And I feel bad for the trapper. They kind of oh, got beat up first, right? <laughs> nobody, yes. nobody, you know, they were the smaller group and, yes. and nobody really stuck up for them because, well, we didn't trap. And as a hunter, we just kind of, we'll do our own thing and you know, and, and now that we've getting, gotten more ingrained into, you know, the Second Amendment <laughs> and the realization of how significant that fight really is. Mm -hmm. And um, we need to be more cognizant of that and play a, a greater role. And uh, it just hasn't really happened. So that's one of the pieces that we're hoping we can bring to light is just that component. Mm -hmm. And then from a conservation standpoint, you know, the hunters and fishermen, they think they're out there saving the wildlife, which... I'm not saying they're not, but mm -hmm. I don't think they realize how it's funded. And so the exactly. tax on the bullets 
Yeah. And the guns that goes into the wildlife management, the super fund that gets distributed back. And with recreational shooting blowing by yep. <laughs> the number of hunters, I think it's a number that we need to really pay attention to. Mm -hmm. So I think if we can just shed the light and the role that the shooters play in helping support conservation and then the conservation guys help them understand the role that they play mm -hmm. and, and get everybody on the same page, it'll be a much, a much more um, conducive relationship. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, that's the perfect segue to talk about this uh, wonderful, it's not just a website, but it's a resource that you guys have put together. It's the sports, the sportsmen's, right, plural, right. sportsmen's business alliance. Renee, can you talk to us about what it is and what you what brought you to the place where you wanted to get the brain damage that it takes to put together <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> to put together something like I mean just a simple website. Our our AZ Firearms website we've been working on for almost a year and there's still whoa, tweaks whoa, we're whoa. making. How long did you say? Well, forever. Yeah. It's every time we get it where we think it's right, we have to change it again. True it's a story. constant. Yeah. So yeah, it's, so this thing that you've put together, yeah, brain damage times uh, infin infinity, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> we have gotten pretty beaten up over it, but um, it's the SB as in business mm -hmm. a directory dot com, and that's where businesses can go and join, so that can consu consumers can find them. Mm -hmm. And the reason that we started it was we have a thirty year boutique wealth management firm, and um, last a couple years ago, Chip said. You know, I just, I've been in business a long time. I just only want to do business with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. And so I said, oh, fine, you know, and I asked one of our employees to do a deep dig and find find some place where they could get, we could get a directory so we could find the people that we wanted to do business with. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't do it. And so then I'm like, you know, maybe I just asked him to do something he's not good at. Mm -hmm. So I'm good at this. Mm -hmm. I'm, I have a real talent for research, actually. And so I'm going to go find it. Mm-hmm. And eight months into it, I told Chip, I, I can't find it. Oh, wow. And he's like, well, if we can't find it, we got to build it because we need it. And so it was one of those times when we had come off of like a business summit where the Wildlife Management Institute was talking and they were telling us, hey, the anti-gun people not only are going against our guns, but they're going against our ammo now. And on top of that, the HSUS was trying to ban mountain hunting, mountain lion hunting, excuse me, in, in Arizona and so these are all things that were, you know, really aggravating our family. And so we're sitting there and our, our adult son's sitting there and we're all, you know, just having a cocktail and we started getting riled up. And I said, you know, that that's really not us. Mm -hmm. That's not what we do. We don't fight against anything. Mm -hmm. We come together and we mm -hmm. move forward in a positive light. So that, that is what is behind the Sportsman's Business Alliance people of like mind, like heart, that believe in the things that we believe in, to come together, join, and then people like us know who to do business with. See, I love that so much. And that isn't kind of like, uh, you know, we want to talk to like-minded people, fill the moat and load it with alligators to keep everyone else out. It's not, it's not that. It is that we have to walk on eggshells when we have conversations <coughs> with people that we don't yet know. Right. So with Dan and I, we have the auction house, pot of gold auctions, and we have AZ Firearms, the gun store. And so if we go someplace new, generally we're trying to read the room and we kind of go like, well, we have an auction house, which starts conversation. And then once we feel like they like us, then we're like, well, we also have a gun store. And then it's too late because they already like us. Yeah. Right. <laughs> 
<laughs> you roped them in. Right. Um, but if we start with a gun store, I mean, you, you've experienced it, I guarantee you. If you own guns and you are a hunter, you have walked into a room, you've introduced yourself, and it's like this cold wall comes up from the other person. And they are just judgy judging you, and they are done talking to you. They are uncomfortable with your presence in their presence. And it just really shuts down the opportunity to move forward and collaborate and, and work together. Um, and so I love that you're, you're saying this in, in the positive way. Well, we're not, we're not doing that judgy thing. We're not shutting anybody out. We're just wanting to, to not have to constantly over-monitor our own words and, and, and kind of filter and edit who we are to other people when we're, we're interacting in the, the public, the social, and the business world. Wouldn't you say, Chip? Yeah, well, that was the probably the, you know, the, the apex of the whole thing was I backed my truck in. We train, jo- we train dogs, and we use them for hunting quail and that kind of thing. <clears throat> and my barber's like, what do you do with those boxes? I'm like, well, I keep my dogs in there. What? What do you, what do you put dogs in there for? I'm like, well, we use them to hunt. You hunt? What do you hunt? I said, well, quail. He's like, oh, my God, you shoot those poor things? I'm like, <laughs> so all of a sudden this light went on. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. I could be giving him $30, and mm. he turns around and writes a check to HSUS mm. or to some anti-hunting community. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm not part of the solution. I'm part of the problem. How much does that actually happen? And there's the new study that was just put out from the Wildlife Management Institute on the overall economic impact. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that, Mm-mm. but it's. It was the results of 2016. So outdoors people spent $96 billion. With a B. With a B. Had an economic impact of $220 billion. With a B. Okay, now here's the sobering sad part. So DJPR funds the, the taxes on guns, ammo, and, and hunting equipment. And the licenses, that was $3.4 billion. Oh, so that's what God. went to support wildlife was $3.4 billion out of the $220 billion. So how much of that $216.6 billion went to the wrong side? Mm. So with the directory, wow. now we can herd those people that support hunting, fishing, shooting, and the Second Amendment and put them in a directory where I know that when I hire somebody, they're in my camp. Absolutely. That money's staying in our funnel. So Chip, how long did it take you to find another barber? <laughs> I'm telling you, it was tough. My no, son no. went on, he literally went on the phone and he started calling, and it was the shutdown. It was a sh- not in a negative way. They just don't hunt and fish. Finally, my new guy he builds knives. Nice. He carries, takes his kids fishing. Nice. Yeah, and right? I bet he appreciates the business. Yeah, no, right? it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really, it's amazing. Well, back in the old days, that's all, when you got a haircut, that's all you talked about was hunting and fishing with the barber. <laughs> that's true. That, everybody did. Out here in Arizona, then. anyway. Yeah. Well, so we were talking about the SBA directory uh, dot com. We're going to run to commercial. While we're at commercial, take a second, take out your smartphone, run to your laptop, whatever's convenient for you. Take a look at it. It's sbadirectory.com. And we're going to hold over Chip and Renee Whitrock, the creators, the founders of this website, and uh, talk with them a little bit more about what their experiences are that brought them to want to put this uh, search engine together. Stick around. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. 
Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at polygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Hey, everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Thanks for sticking around. You are with Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by AZ Firearms, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, if you've missed any portion of today's show, please go to our website, gunfreedomradio.com. Click the On Demand tab, and you can binge listen to your heart's content, all 127 other episodes that we have posted there. And when you want to put a face with a voice, click the Guest tab, and you can see pictures and bios and links to Everything that every guest we've ever had uh, on the show has. And it's just a wonderful resource. And, you know, we don't hate it when you spend time there. So check it out. All right. We are in studio with Chip and Renee Wittrock. We've been talking with them today. They are the co-founders of the Sportsmen's Business Alliance, the SBADirectory.com, which is a, a search engine of wildlife conservation, pro-wildlife pro conservation, pro-Second Amendment right businesses, bringing all of us like-minded people together under one roof so that we can better find one another, interact with one another, support each other's businesses, that sort of thing. And I, I wanted to ask you, Renee, what would you say is the most surprising thing that you've learned since you started the Alliance? Oh, I know exactly what that is. The, um, so Chip was talking, he said, um, DR, how, you used the initials, what were PRDJ. they? PRDJ. PRDJ, which is Pittman, Robertson, Dingle, Johnson. And those are two different acts that um, when you spend money on firearms or ammunition or fishing equipment, then um, you have a, 
11% excise tax on those on those purchases. Mm-hmm. That money goes to the Wildlife um, Conservation Institute? Wildlife? Management. Ma- well, man- Management Institute. Mm-hmm. From there, they delve out, based on the amount of licenses that are sold in each state, they delve out that tax out back to the um, states, and the states have to use it for conservation. Mm-hmm. And up to very recently, um, there's been a lot of restrictions on that money. Mm. So it only went to conservation. Okay. But there is literally less than 1% of the people that we talk to that spend their money on those things that if they know about the tax, they just think it's a tax. They have no idea that it turns around and comes back to their state. Oh. They have no idea. Hunters and fishermen and people that are into archery right. and shooting sports have no idea that they're heroes for conservation. Oh, wow. That because of what they choose to spend their money on, that we have the wildlife today that we have. Wow. And so it's it's a really cool thing, and it's so, so surprising to me that nobody knows about it. Absolutely. Well, I want you to try, and it, we aren't a visual medium, you know, unfortunately. We are, you know, strictly in people's ears. So with the best descriptive words you can, help people understand what they're going to see and what they're going to find when they go to sbadirectory.com and, and check out this search engine that you guys have created called the Sportsman's Business Alliance. Well, hopefully they go there and think, well, wow, this is incredibly simple. <laughs> Because yes, we, cause we that's really what we want. You know, we had to make it that User way. User-friendly. Yeah, right, with the, you know, the majority of those are going to be in our age group in yep. the 40s or 50s, yep. which, you know, <laughs> we're going to figure out how to reach down to that younger generation. But, you know, for the core users of business owners, they're going to be that, you know, mainstream middle age like that. So we really wanted it to be incredibly simple. So yes. you could just imagine two white boxes. Mm-hmm. What is it I'm looking for? And what zip code or area do I want to find it? Awesome. So literally, I want to be able to go to zip codes in maybe my hunting trip mm-hmm. so I could find vendors along the way oh, that smart. I could be able to go to. Or, you know, more importantly, you know, like my barber mm-hmm. or like my, my bug guy, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to be able to know. I need a I need pest control in 85260, mm-hmm. and I want to know that, you know, Echo Shield is going to pop up, two retired military guys. They all hunt and fish, right? I just know I don't have to think about it anymore, so I know it's staying in my hopper, and that's something I wrote down because my barber's a nice guy, Mm -hmm. but he just didn't hunt and fish, and he wasn't on my side. So Mm -hmm. he's a nice guy, but they don't hunt and fish. My bug guy, super nice guy, but I don't know really where his dollars go. But I do know that if, you know, Elliott Pool Service Mm -hmm. makes a buck, Mm -hmm. he's going to buy a hunting license, Mm -hmm. he's going to buy bullets, He's going he's gonna to be on our side, and so I don't really have to think about it. The nice part is, is when they come over, I don't have to reframe what I'm going to say and how right. I think about it. I can just talk naturally, and so that line of communication, right. you know, on our wealth management side, it's communication is key. Yes. And when you get in those awkward relationships and have flashbacks to like sixth grade, when you meet that girl, you're like, oh, my gosh, I don't even know how to talk to her. <laughs> so you know, true. and then you meet somebody else. You don't have to think about it. It's the same way when it comes to people in our space, you know, so, oh. our, you know, our PNC guy, Absolutely. You know, Ty, he's, he's a competitive fisherman. And when I told him what I wanted to do, I didn't have to try and arm wrestle my way through what kind of coverage I wanted. Right. He's like, Chip, I know this inside and out. Let me help you. He guided oh, wow. me to unbelievable coverage that saved our tail wow and we saved about 1500 bucks a year fantastic so it's just all things good and same way with our website i think we got sideswiped by a you know a left-sided group and they almost sabotaged it i've got three rnra members now rolling up their sleeves going to get this fixed you know that 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 would not shock me not at all if that happened 
it, so Renee, it how do you happen. how do you uh, monitor and make sure that the people that are on your list are okay people? Well, right now, um, anyone who signs up, it's more it's easy for me to see who's there. Mm-hmm. But um, we have a list of questions that we ask them, and we hope you know people are going to be telling the truth. Sure. And to full disclosure, and I hope everyone reads our terms and conditions. But we have every right to just delete someone from our mm-hmm. from our website. Mm-hmm. But, community standards, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's a matter of doing business with each other. So, yes. um, so there really is no other communication that's going on. And then any communications that are going to go out to the entire group mm-hmm. have to have my my stamp of approval before they go out. Right. So I have the ability to do due diligence on the mm-hmm. company at that point as well. Mm-hmm. But if I was going to say when Chip was talking. If you're a business that wants to see what it might look like on the Sportsman's Business Alliance, go to the AZ Firearms. Yeah. yeah. I don't hate that. Yeah. That's us. It, and it's beautiful. And I, I know your daughter worked hard to get all the proper links. Now, they, they um, bought our biggest package, which is $500 a year, and they're heritage members. So they get a lot of you as AZ Firearms get a lot of links yes. and um, video opportunities and pictures and you and it can even be more robust than what it is but you have done such an f- amazing job um, of really taking advantage of what the what the site can offer for you well, and that's a great picture of both of you by the way <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know you've got the Canon videos on there you've got you know shots of the inside of your store you've got great description you've got links to your websites we wanted to make it so everybody whether they came in at a 50 dollars level we certainly didn't want to prohibit anybody from being able to financially afford to go on sure but then we're going to have to do advertising promotion on the other side so between giving them a resource to be able to go to because a lot of a lot of places don't really have comprehensive websites and stuff so this they could just plug into it and then be able to tap into I mean, hundreds of thousands of dollars went into this silly website to keep mm-hmm. it this simple. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, um, we just wanted to make it easy for them. And so then it's just how robust the search capabilities you feel you want is really what it boils down to. Absolutely. And then I don't know if you remember a couple of weeks ago, um, we ended up coming down to AZ Firearms. Yes. Because my dad had an antique firearm that we wanted to have it appraised. And Dan looked at it for us. But we used our site to get there. You know, oh. to find the directions to get to that your was smart. gorgeous community that you guys have your business in, Thank and you. such a neat shop. And Thank you. That was one of the places we didn't want to leave, but <laughs> you know, everybody's got a schedule, and Dan needed to get back to work. Oh. <laughs> well, that is awesome. And community, I mean, people might be surprised how social and how welcoming the shooting sports community is. And when we can find each other, it just makes it exponentially more so. And this helps us to find each other. And I just wanted to touch back on something that Chip was saying before the break about, you know, there, there are billions with Bs of dollars that come in through this, um, the Pittman. Through the economic impact. That's GDP. So yeah. That's, that's gross revenue for sportsmen's just through the dollars they spend yeah and so you know like he was saying i think you said this during the break so if you have your time crunched or you just can't find something you might find yourself on amazon and you're buying something for hunting or or whatever on amazon now jeff bezos 
who owns Amazon, he's not known for being supportive of what we do for no. a living, right? Not at all. Or going out hunting. And so, you know, how easy is it for him to work against us while we're helping him work against us? So I just took it to a small scale. Whether mm -hmm. it's my barber, my plumber, my electrician, my accountant, whatever it may be, all of those dollars could be directed towards somebody that I know has a greater probability and will probably do multiple things. I think about what I spend in a year on hunting and fishing, and I hate to say it on the radio. So my <laughs> wife's sitting right here. But, uh oh, I'll cover know, her ears. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's got to be. I've got to belong to a half a dozen outdoor organizations NWTF, Arizona Elk Society, Mule Deer, Pheasants Forever, all these organizations that are doing things on the ground from a youth standpoint and habitat standpoint. Mm -hmm. And then buying shells. When you trial dogs, that's the funny part. Mm -hmm. We don't even take anything from the wildlife because we're, we're, we're shooting you know things that don't count you yeah. know so we're just wasting shells and driving dollars into the Pittman robertson fund yeah but um it's just it's just interesting so it is as a small business ourselves you know it really matters that people will you know come out to avondale and walk in our shop and help support what we do we keep people employed we serve our community and it really does matter uh, where you spend your dollars. And uh, with the SBA, biz you tell the, sorry, <laughs> sbadirectory.com, and we're the Sportsman's Business Alliance. Thank you. I sw switched it on my laptop here, and I confused myself. Um, I think that this is going to really uh, be important to bring people together. And just like Chip was saying, as people are traveling to a place to hunt, they can you just take the it's on your smartphone you got your smartphone in your pocket just look for the next small shop that is uh friendly to second amendment to hunting that sort of thing yes and we have that's our vision our vision is that you'll have the right place to eat and the right place to buy your gas and the right gun shop to go into which you know i don't know that there would be across the board a bad gun shop to go into sure yeah but you know certainly well, in avondale i know where i'm going there's yeah. a major chain there's a major chain that's kind of being a little anti-gun well that's true so i mean i don't want to say names but you want me to yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. dicks <laughs> yeah well, <laughs> and uh, and don't wear your levi's anymore either right so, yeah, no, so, the list so goes it's on. very valuable i mean i think every time i go into a restaurant when i see a sign that says no guns allowed i try to weigh that out is that an insurance call or is that the manager's call? What is that? And I, I try to ask them. And if it's a manager's call, I'm out of there. I got choices. And, you know, I, to me, I relate it back to recycling. I was a non-recycler for the longest time. My brother kept putting the recycling bin in front of my house. And finally, <laughs> I said, all right. I was shocked when I really started collecting how much plastic and mm. how much recycling that I could do if I paid attention. The closer I paid attention, the more I accumulated. Yeah. And it's the same thing on these little dollars. It isn't a big deal to do this. Oh, just this one time I'm going to buy it on Amazon or this one time I'm going to buy these Levi's or these, you know, Keens, whatever it is. And we got a list of all those and everybody can, can address that in a more stringent or less stringent way. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it all matters. It does matter. Well, thank you both so much for being here in studio with us. Thank you for all you do for the Second Amendment community and for hunting and fishing conservation. Um, and I encourage everybody to go to the sbadirectory.com and check it out. If you are a business that wants to uh, be a member, uh, just reach out. There's a contact us button on there. And uh, just as we go out real quick, Chip and Renee Whitrock, tell folks how they can uh, learn more about this and follow you uh, in other ways, maybe on social media and that sort of thing. Well, right now we're on Facebook at um, Sportsman's Business Alliance, 
and you can follow us there or you can um, join as a free member on the website just under memberships if you're a consumer and you don't own a business you have a couple choices there if you want to get some swag or not and if you're a business and you just don't know just sign up for our newsletter at the bottom of the front page oh, fantastic thank you again any last words chip no thanks for having us on Cheryl. you guys do a great job absolutely thank you so much thank you bye-bye now have a blessed day you too all right stick around we still have cam black coming up in our next segment he is a fitness expert who demonstrate demonstrates the importance of incorporating both mental and physical strength into self-defense training And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I'm asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf. Org. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are brought to you by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. Well, we are excited to bring our friend on, Mr. Cam Black. We have never gotten to meet in person yet, but I, I feel like, you know, we've been friends forever. Cam is a... Oh, yeah. Fit, a fitness expert who demonstrates the importance of incorporating both mental and physical strength into self-defense training. Welcome back on the show, Cam. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So I was saying at the, the top of the hour that uh, your Instagram videos, they just judge me. They just, they pop up on my screen and they're like, you're sitting there, Cheryl, eating, you know, a cupcake or something on the sofa. And here's Cam just killing it in the gym and uh, <laughs> makes me want to step up my game. But that's, that's exactly what you're about, right? You're inspiring people. I'm trying to. That's my whole, 
my whole aspect of everything that I do is, is to try to motivate people to uh, feel better about themselves, to think better of themselves, and to be able to achieve goals mentally and physically. I love it. And, I mean, when you show your before and act after transformation picture, it's like, holy cow. Because when you see it in real time, you know, because I've been following you on Instagram for quite a while, it's, I mean, you're definitely fit. You're definitely, you know, working all the core muscles and all of that sort of thing. But to you don't you don't notice how far along this journey you've come until you see that before and after yeah. and i mean you, it, even yourself you've got to kind of look at that sometimes and go wow right well cam she almost, called she almost called you, every day <laughs> absolutely she called your friend but i don't know because she's made me stop drinking pepsi i haven't had a pepsi <laughs> in almost a month and a half now and the snacks are not near the cu- cupboard anymore so i don't know about that <laughs> But well, that's a good thing, isn't it? It is. It's it's getting easier, a little bit easier. Absolutely. Well, yeah. let's go back to the last time we spoke. You were doing something very different than what you're doing now. So, what what caused all of this, and what what's new about this career you're on? You're in. Uh, well, so for me, uh, I started out. I was working a desk job, and I was in the transportation business. And fitness was more of like a uh, a hobby thing that my wife and I would do after I get off work. And it really, when we started to see it transforming our lives and it really started to become a part of our lives mm-hmm. is when I, I realized like, I don't want to sit behind a desk every day. I actually want to go and help people. I want to, to achieve more. And so when I finally, well, when I got fired from that job, it was kind of like a wake up call of who cares go out and achieve what you want to Hmm. and start doing what you enjoy doing. So you saw it as an opportunity, which I love. And that's, you know, you got to have that mindset in order to get up every day and choose the right food and choose to drink enough water and choose to get into the gym. And so Mm -hmm. I I really love that. So uh, your, your tagline is fitness with a purpose. So how did you come up with that? Uh, Well, as you all know, uh, especially in the, our last, the last time I was on your show, uh, we talked a lot about the hashtag that I created, which was fit to carry. Mm-hmm. And my whole thing was, is you can, you can go in the gym, you can lift weights, you can do all these things, but if you're not working on, um, you know, being a better shooter or, you know, those types of things and work, working those types of muscles, then, you know, why are you, why are you going in the gym at all? Why, why not? try to train for your reason. Um, and then a friend of mine who owns TACOTS USA in Miami, uh, Frank Paula, he loved my idea of fit to carry, but he took it a step further, mm-hmm. which really propelled me forward so much. I owe, I owe a lot to him. Uh, but he took my fit to carry and was like, it's fitness with a purpose. You have mm-hmm. a purpose of why you're going in the gym. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it really made me think, a lot about that uh and really like what what does fitness with a purpose mean for different people like all of all walks of life mm-hmm. so give us some examples like what what somebody like me right i'm a business owner i own two businesses i have this radio show i spend a lot of time in a sedentary position and my fingers are i mean you should see the muscles in my fingers because i mean they're impressive because <laughs> yeah. i'm like on the keyboard typing away all day every day um you know i what what would that 
fitness with a purpose mean to me in my life? How would I use that? Well, it could be a, a, a lot of ways. I, I think your true calling is, is, is fighting for gun rights, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so living that self, that, uh, that lifestyle of carrying a firearm, mm-hmm. of self-defense. And so, you know, I don't know your day-to-day life per se, but with that being your career choice, that would be the type of training that I would recommend would be self-defense training. So mm-hmm. like kickboxing would be great. And then incorporating um, some of Frank's type of style training uh, out of Miami, like of drawing your weapon after doing a couple of rounds of kickboxing, maybe you're, you're lifting some dumbbells or kettlebells and then pulling from, you know, pulling a training firearm out, you know, once you're tired and, and fatigued a little bit and learning, okay, I need to strengthen those muscles. Hmm. That's so true. And that was one of the things that really caught my eye when I first started following you on Instagram was that you would, you would hold your dumbbell and work the dumbbell as though it were a handgun. And so Mm -hmm. you're, you're strengthening those muscles so that, you know, and also working on that muscle memory. And I thought that was so smart. I, you know, that we, we don't normally think of that. I wish I could take credit for that, but I actually got that idea from J.J. Rakaza, who hmm. is one of the best competitive shooters I've ever seen. And he works out all the time. Um, I saw him on Top Shot on Netflix mm-hmm. and just started following him from there because he was the guy that was working out every day. Everybody else was hanging out and everything, but he was in the gym training mm-hmm. every day. And one of the things that he would do would be that muscle memory of pulling his firearm out. But then he would work on the muscle on his shoulder and his elbows and, and his arms and and work that muscle memory with a dumbbell. And I thought, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so that right there is fitness with a purpose for his career. Absolutely. So there we are with that again, back to fitness mm-hmm. with a purpose. Now, um, you know, we might think that this is almost like a, a you know, a, a given that if you're a first responder, that, you know, you might encounter a situation where you need to be sure you're fit. But I don't, I don't know that that's a, a lifestyle for a lot of first responders. And maybe you could inspire somebody by kind of dialing that in for them and say, how would this be uh, a, the per- fitness with a purpose for them? Right. Well, you know, uh, there is a big wave moving forward through the first responders. I know, I know a lot of them. And working out, fitness, sandbag training has become a big part of their everyday life. Mm-hmm. A lot of the younger guys are expecting more out of themselves and expecting more out of the new recruits that are coming in. Um, and yeah, I've seen that as a wave through all, all throughout the United States. Uh, there's a, a show, a uh, podcast, uh, the name of it is tripping me up, but it's firefighters and they're talking about expecting more from themselves and really trying to push this movement of being fit for the job, which is a fitness with a purpose type of thing. Absolutely. So I keep talking about your Instagram account. It's the at real cam black on both Facebook and Instagram. Um, And on Twitter, it's at real cam black eight. So people could, you know, they're probably like, I want to see these videos that we keep talking about. I want to see this man's transformation, that sort of thing. 
Um, and so uh, is there a business name associated with what you're doing now? Uh, no, not right now. Uh, this is as of like, I guess, three, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I finally got my personal training certification. Mm-hmm. And so I uh, am now working at a gym here in Atlanta, mm-hmm. One Life Fitness. That happened actually yesterday. Uh, but, you know, my career is finally starting to take off. And so I'm finally starting to get the opportunity and the time to really start branding myself and this fitness with a purpose idea. Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited about where things are going right now. That is awesome. So I see uh, on the notes we were writing back and forth to each other about the show that you are an online coach. How does that work? Oh, uh, well, so for instance, uh, if, if someone was living, I have clients that live in California, that live in uh, Texas, that live back in Memphis, which is where I'm originally from, and I have a client here in Atlanta. And so if I can't sit there and be with them on the day-to-day, that's when the online coaching comes in. Mm -hmm. And so they call me, they text me every day, we communicate. I have different programs of how much communication I will allow. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, they uh, motivate, I help keep them accountable to their goals and there's been significant changes in their lives wow. uh, i might not be able to go to the grocery store with them but the majority right. of the time they'll call me right before they go in there and i'll give them ideas on this week's food uh nutrition and, and things awesome. like that but awesome. i treat them like a person that it would be right in front of me that is but i'm doing it over the phone that is fantastic well we have to run but thank you so much for all you're doing you are inspiring me and helping motivate me just by watching your your instagram and facebook account which is at real cam black and on your twitter at real cam black and the number eight cam keep up the awesome work thank you so much for being on today thank you so much for having me absolutely bye-bye now All right, stick around. We still have hour number two, where we start the hour with Michael Sodini, the founder of Walk the Talk America. He's also the president of Eagle Imports Incorporated. Interesting guy. Stick around. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey, this is Lloyd Bailey, the Armed Lutheran, host of the Armed Lutheran radio podcast, reminding you that the podcast you're listening to 
is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Check out all the great content at selfdefenseradio.net.